On this week's Jeep Talk Show, we hear why owning a high-tech Jeep may put your life at risk. I receive my Trail Force HD rear bumper with tire carrier, and we troubleshoot a possible electronic stability control issue on the JK. Amazon You Bought One is back. We hear from the mind of Nikki G, and we play your voicemails. And it wouldn't be the same without spreading some of that sweet, buttery, hot YouTube love. Grand Adventure continues. We announce some upcoming wheeling events. John has a quick radio contact about antenna mounts, and Tony talks about adjusting his Iron Man 4x4 track bar, all in the next Jeep Talk Show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Well, this week in Jeep, hackers remotely kill a new Jeep Cherokee on the highway with me in it. Well, first, let me say there's no way I would ever be seen in one of these things. With that being said, let's get into this story. There I was in my new 2015 Jeep Cherokee with a super dark tinted windows and a paper bag over my head. I was driving 75 miles per hour on the edge of downtown St. Louis when the exploit began to take hold. Okay, so by now you've deduced that this wasn't me actually driving the vehicle. No, it was Andy Greenberg from Wired Magazine, and he goes on to tell the account of a highway hijacking that few saw coming. Though I hadn't touched the dashboard, the vents in the Jeep Cherokee started blasting cold air at the maximum setting, chilling the sweat on my back through the in-seat climate control system. Next, the radio switched to the local hip-hop station and began blaring Skilo at full volume. I spun the control knob left and hit the power button to no avail. Then the windshield wipers turned on, and windshield wiper fluid began blurring the glass. As I tried to cope with all this, a picture of the two hijackers performing these stunts appeared on the car's digital display. Charlie Miller and Chris Valasek wearing their trademark tracksuits. Nice touch, I thought. The Jeep's strange behavior wasn't entirely unexpected. I'd come to St. Louis to be Miller and Valasek's digital crash test dummy, a willing subject on whom they could test the car hijacking research they'd been doing over the last year. The result of their work was a hijacking technique, what the security industry calls a zero-day exploit, that can target Jeep Cherokees and give the attacker wireless control via the internet to any of thousands of vehicles. Their code is an automaker's nightmare. Software that lets hijackers send commands through the Jeep's entertainment system to its dashboard functions, steering, brakes, and even transmission, all from a laptop that may be across the country. To better simulate the experience of driving a vehicle while it's being hijacked by an invisible virtual force, Miller and Valisek refused to tell me ahead of time what kinds of attacks they plan to launch from Miller's laptop in his house 10 miles away. Instead, they merely assured me that they wouldn't do anything life-threatening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they told me to drive the Jeep onto the highway. Remember, Andy, Miller said through my iPhone speaker just before I pulled onto the Interstate 64 on-ramp, no matter what happens, don't panic. Mm -hmm. If consumers don't realize this is an issue, they should. And if anybody uh, starts blaring through my speaker, don't panic as I'm driving onto the Interstate, I probably will. No, guys, this, people really should start complaining to car makers about this thing. This might be the kind of software bug that is most likely to kill somebody. And look, I've been preaching for years about this whole drive-by-wire system technology and stuff where you have a complete disconnection from the steering wheel to the actual steering components. Absolutely no cables or any connection whatsoever between the brake and the gas and the engine or the braking system. 
It's a complete disconnection of the driver and the vehicle. And personally, I like to feel what's going on. And uh, well, there's a good reason for it, because when somebody takes over my Jeep, they're going to have to uh, pry my steering wheel from my dead cold hand uh, instead of uh, typing a few keys on a keyboard. Well, you know, yeah, the that, that means the steering wheel doesn't actually have to be connected to anything. It could be like one of those Wii controllers. I, I just carry <laughs> one around with me wherever I go anyways. I mean, the whole thing is like so a security scary. Blanket. So I got to mention this, Josh, because uh, I've heard you say this before. I don't think uh, controlling any vehicle electronically by wire, so to speak, like, like they do in airplanes, is legal. I don't think you can do that because uh, the hydraulic ram assist where you can completely replace the steering with a hydraulic ram. It's yeah. still mechanical, but you're, you're steering with hydraulics is illegal. You can't drive that on the street. So I'll be darned. If you, if you put, if you do the actual electronic steering, I don't think it would be legal. It'd be great for like the James Bond stuff, you know, oh, like yeah. where he's driving the little thing from the back seat. but I don't think you can actually do drive by wire. I don't think they have, uh, I don't think they have steering control unless it's that parking, uh, you know, where you park into, uh, um, parallel parking thing right well then in fact they do have electronic steering control and you said it tony it's the automatic parking so all these cars now that have that automatic parking feature that for all those people who (laughs) apparently don't know how to parallel park yeah whatever uh i think i failed that stuff yeah well it's it's basically the vehicle's computer controlling the steering system okay so 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 it's parallel parking at 70 miles an hour would be a bad thing yeah no (laughs) (laughs) what could possibly go wrong Hey, guys, big thanks to all of you who continue to help out by submitting stories each and every week to This Week in Jeep. If you've got something that you think we should be reporting on or response to any one of our stories, please send an email to newstips at jeeptalkshow.com. Yeah, we got the Jeep Talk Show thing working, so keep those uh, cards and letters coming in and news stories. (laughs) XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. You know, Tony and Josh, I'm so bummed because my plans to go off-road this weekend have been foiled again. So coming up on Wrangler Talk, I'll tell you why. I'll be looking forward to that for sure. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, that's sad, but uh, I'm sure you'll get out there sooner or later. One of these days. Well, I just want to take a moment to introduce myself. My name's Tony. Uh, you know me as uh, Motoroy. I'm uh, also on xjtalk.com, the uh, Jeep forum website that uh, we, uh, well, I actually started this whole thing out. Uh, we got some no flaming policies. You can come over there and ask a question. And there seems to be some, some confusion about uh, posting on an old post. Uh, because I, I, I know from personal experience, uh, people would jump on you and say, hey, it's an old post. We want new posts. I don't know why a post have to be fresh. If you see a post on xjtalk.com that is, uh, fits your bill about what you're asking and you don't like to ask a question because you see something there you don't understand, post away. We, you we, break out that shovel, you bad boy, and you resurrect <laughs> that. Yes, the resurrection. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing. Now, here's my, uh, one of my two co-hosts, Josh. 
Yep, I am uh, also known as NW99XJ or Northwest99XJ all over the web, including JeepTalk.com, XJTalk.com, and uh, well, pretty much uh, all over the web, guys. Uh, this is the place to come if you've got Jeep tech that you want to know about or you've got Jeep tech that you want to share. XJTalk.com, the world's most premier Jeep site. And uh, as Tony alluded, guys, there is no flaming, no criticism, and none of that harsh here. Let me Google that for you uh, for those <laughs> out there who are uh, newbie to noobs to the Jeep world, as it were. And the internet. Mm. And Tammy, tell us about you. Well, I'm Tammy, and I'm also known as Jeep Mama. I have a blog at www.jeepmama.com, M-O-M-M-A. And I'm on Instagram, Google+. Twitter, Facebook, all those sites. And my blog's basically about me and my journey with my Jeep. Yeah, what you're learning, you're, I guess you're doing something that's kind of like what we, sh- we wished we all had, uh, making, uh, uh, I guess you would traditionally do it, write it down or in a diary or something where, right. you, where you keep, keep up with what's going on during uh, when you first got your Jeep and the things that you learned and all that, but you're doing it Dear more publicly. Diary. Yeah. Today I saw a purple <laughs> it's my Jeep. diary, but it it's unlocked. Awesome. I unlocked a diary. Yeah, that's the cool thing. It's, <laughs> it's available for everybody to see and, and learn because, you know, there's lots of people out there that are too uh, shy to share their mistakes. Um, Loctite glue instead of Loctite oh. tight. For example, Tammy did that. She blue Loctite. Yeah, she went. And Actually, bought, I used the the blue super glue, the blue Loctite super glue on my sandals yesterday. Ah, perfect. Well, it didn't didn't go to waste. But uh, see, nope. you learned something. You shared that, and and you kept somebody else from being embarrassed because of sharing that. So check out uh, Tammy's blog, and also too, she uh, gives you some highlights here on the show about what's in her blog. So if you see something, hear something interesting here on the show, check out her blog, and you can get more detail about it. Moving on to the 4x4 Radio Network, that's a, a network that we're a part of. And uh, Josh, you say it so beautifully. Let me uh, defer to you and uh, well, your vernacular is, uh, vocabulary. Well, it is a beautiful thing, guys, because this is the only place that you can go to pretty much get, uh, well, every possible off-road podcast that's out there in one place. One-stop shop for your off-road podcasting needs. We've got the Jeep Talk Show. We've got the 4x4 Podcast. We've got... Center Steer, we've got the Muddy Microphone Podcast and more on the way. So uh, we've all joined forces and created this network, and we will be adding more shows to the lineup very soon. So be, make sure you guys are checking back often. You can visit 4x4radionetwork.com and listen to all the great podcasts simply by pressing the play button. Isn't that easy? Look what we've done for you guys. There's no better place to get all your 4x4 information. That's the 4x4 Radio Network. 4x4.www.4x4radionetwork.com. Yeah, you get uh, great shows like the uh, 4x4 podcast, Center Steer, uh, all about Land Rovers, Muddy Microphone, ATV, UTV, Side by Sides. So uh, it's everything you could ever want in a, uh, a 4x4 network except the mud in between your teeth. Oh, man. We can find a way <laughs> to give them that too. Just a, a nice little rubber fork, and some. Uh, we'll send you some mud. So, uh, hey, uh, let's get over to our voicemails, and we've got several of them tonight. Yay. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, Tony, Josh, and Tammy, it's XJ Jake calling. Hey, I was just listening to the 
podcast here, and I sent in that article about the uh, the pulp being a jeeper there. I glazed, just kind of went through that article real quick, and I didn't hear or read about all those numbers that were, <laughs> were in there that you reported on. I, I was told there'd be no math. And <laughs> by the way, Josh, for you doing that, you, my friend, are a nerd. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I, I constantly complain about numbers and math and, and frequently get them all wrong. So, uh, yeah, not taking me to task, guys. I appreciate it. So, uh, let's see. We have one here from uh, Supercroc. We actually have two tonight. This is the first of two. Hey, guys. This is Supercroc. Supercroc and his dog. I'm your voicemail line again, and what do I hear? This is the XJ Talk. And this is Tony. This is Josh. Where's Kelly? <laughs> and I thought this was a Jeep Talk show. When's this going to get picked? No. This needs to be fixed. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you say? Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, and now here's a voice from a long oh, time ago. Yeah, I was wondering what happened to this guy. So, uh, this is heart theft. I, uh, I came back after a little over a year hiatus of listening to the show. Are you guys still talking about that Bane mask? Really? That was <laughs> literally over a year ago. Anyway, it's cool, you know. Um... So recent additions in my life, I still have the JK. Um, it hasn't been driven in like a week. Just got a new sports car. It's fun. Goes literally double the speed the Jeep did. Yeah. Jeep went zero to sixteen about ten. This does it in five. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so that's fun. A uh, lot less chance of rolling this. It's uh, I can't even stretch my hand out underneath it. I've already destroyed the paint on my front bumper because it doesn't get over curbs. Mm. And I'm not used to that. I'm used to the Jeep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I might be back on, post a few comments every here and there, hoping on getting a TJ by next winter just because oh 3,000 pounds of a convertible doesn't quite work in Utah snow. Mm -mm. So yeah, glad to be back. I miss all my Jeeple and uh, talk to you guys later. So so Josh, you're going to have to bring Tammy up to speed on the Bane mask thing because this question mark no came boy. over her face whenever she uh, whenever she heard that. Yeah, yeah no, I don't Bane remember ever hearing that. Well, that's uh, it, it was quite a, while, uh, quite a ways back in the XJ talk show annals. Uh, going to say it like that. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and it was on a very particular episode of Amazon, you bought what, mm -hmm. where we had some very odd and unique oh. items pop up, uh, including a, a set of crotchless panties and a bane mask and some bacon um, salt, I think. And there was some bacon salt <laughs> in there as well. Yeah. So that that was probably exactly probably one of the most random collections of Amazon items I think this show has ever seen, and it was probably also one of the funniest episodes yeah. that we've had. Uh, I, I, I think I probably lost partial bladder control uh, re-listening re to that episode uh, when, it re when it was released the following week. Yeah, that was just absolutely a lot of good times. So uh, Eric, I think it was, Heart Theft was, uh, was his username. 
Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for bringing that back. Uh, we really enjoy uh, taking a little walk down memory lane every now and again. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that was one of those uh, curveballs that we always uh, mention to people during the Amazon segment. There oh, was yeah. uh, several uh, uh, curveballs, and I don't know if the bacon salt had anything to do with it, but we made it part of it. <laughs> we, we, yep, <laughs> we made it part of the curveball. <laughs> <laughs> seasoning i think is what we called it so uh, yeah yeah that was fun now let's get to our uh, our final voicemail from uh, super croc he'll never voicemail again <laughs> hey guys this is a super croc again this time i'm calling about no starters ah. on the 97 xj i have so far replaced the cps twice throttle position sensor twice no just one and what I'm having is rough or no start. It will crank, 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 cease the fire, crank, 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 cease the fire, cease the fire, cease the fire. And then if I'm lucky and the battery holds up, it will go off right away. Holy crap. However, other times it does. It seems to work better when I have a more charged up battery. Other than that, I'm not sure. I know I'm getting good spurts, and my PTS um, is good. Any thoughts? Thanks. <laughs> Gee whiz. You know, uh, Anton, you need to listen to these <laughs> these recordings. <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know where to start. I'm 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 sorry, Anton. I I, I couldn't hear half of that. Yeah. I uh I understand you're having a no start issue. It sounds like you uh you checked several of the sensors. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so but in addition to that, I, I honestly, He said a ninety seven, right? He did say mm-hmm. ninety seven. So yeah, it could yeah, be so. it could be even something similar. He didn't say anything about a no bus, right? Like you had with your. I uh, didn't hear the words no bus, yeah. but I did hear a lot of words that I didn't know <laughs> or <laughs> understand. Um, so I, I can't. Uh, I, I well, can't. what's the typical? And, and, what's the typical things? I mean, uh, well, the, the automatic shutdown reload, yeah, crank the crank position, position sensor. sensor. He's, he's already replaced that twice. Is by by the way it sounded. Um, I mean, it could be battery issues. I thought I heard the word battery in there somewhere. So mm-hmm. hopefully he's got it charged, tested, hooked uh, up coil. Really, really nice and tight. Could be the uh, coil. Could be the coil. Yeah. I had a coil go bad. So definitely he's got a coil. Um, check the cap and rotor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the sensor, know. the, uh, the crank, uh, the cam position sensor. Camshaft position sensor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and there are test procedures for all of these, all these yes. sensors, uh, uh, throttle position sensor too. They're all they're all out there. Um, uh, but my best advice: post up a thread on xjtalk.com. Oh yeah. Uh, and lots of people, including myself, will go ahead and start chiming in on that, and hopefully, we'll get this resolved for you very quickly. Yeah, we can do a lot of ba- going back and forth. Uh, we can throw things out uh, here during the show, but uh, if we say, you know, check this, and you come back and say, well, this is what happened, or this is what I saw, that we can take you, you know, right. down the list of possibilities. Yeah, he just posted in the chat room. He goes. I will have to post to the forum. There you go. There we go. Perfect. Smart. Well, speaking of, you're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep podcast at my mom's house. <laughs> Forgot all about that 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 promo. Yeah, like that I one. just stuck that, like one that one in there. One. Was, the the show notes are, are morphing as the show's going. <laughs> 
So let's get over to our newest YouTube subscribers, and we'll we'll talk about it here in a minute. But you guys need to subscribe to the Jeep Talk Show YouTube channel as well. That is true. Yep. Uh, something else we're going to break into here real quick is our list of YouTube subscribers. Also something that is morphing and molding all the time mm -hmm. because you guys are subscribing. And in fact, if you have subscribed to the XJ Talk Show YouTube channel, well, that's great. We need you to do it one more time. Head over to our Jeep Talk Show channel and subscribe there. And who knows, you might just end up with your name on the list again. And we will read it out loud like we do every week. Tony, who's first on our list of YouTube subscribers this week? Daniel Garcia Raguel. <laughs> and we've got Dennis <laughs> Bloomingdale on the list as well. Oh, no. Eddie. Oh, why? It literally is just <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. She needs something tougher than one one well, word. It's like Cher, I've, I guess. <laughs> I've picked on her enough with some of those <laughs> yeah, names in the giving past. Giving me a break. Give her an easy one. And Daniel Pace rounds off our list. Guys, if you want to make sure you get on the list, well, you need to make sure you subscribe to the Jeep Talk Show YouTube channel. Head over to YouTube.com and do a quick search for Jeep Talk Show. Yes. Now I we have some... just subscribed just now. I didn't realize I had to resubscribe. Damn it, Tammy. I know. <laughs> You're yeah, setting a bad a, example. That's actually a really <laughs> good point, folks, because Tammy didn't realize that she had to resubscribe because she's listening to the podcast. She's watching mm -hmm. the podcast. Yeah. It's there. You're getting the notifications and stuff like that. Well, guys, since we've changed the, the name of the show, our new YouTube channel, Jeep Talk Show needs your subscriptions and because of the show changing its name we lost all of our old subscribers i know uh, so we're back to square one and that sucks with only well a handful of subscribers we need your guys's help so our goal is to hit 500 we need at least that and we need it very soon and you guys can help us get there why do we need these well for our own egos first and foremost <laughs> but really the most important reason uh, is because of that fancy URL. Right now, it's like, you know, youtube.com slash xy at qr347. I think there's an elbow in there, too. There I mean, probably is. Some wing dings, uh, there's a dash. Uh, there's some <laughs> alien symbols. Uh, there's some hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's math involved. And I'm oh, not trying to, to, to do any math to get to YouTube. So in order to uh, remedy this, well, we need to hit 500 subscribers, and uh, then YouTube will give us that fancy URL uh, that is youtube.com slash Jeep Talk why, Show. Why 500, YouTube? I mean, is it, it's not like it costs you any money to, <laughs> to allow a, a, a pronounceable word or series of words over these all these random symbols. I think they're just trying to get us to get more people in, interested in YouTube, like they need it. I mean... There's there's shows devoted to YouTube that you see all over the internet and on the on the even on the television. So come on, YouTube. Yeah, so check our show notes on JeepTalk.com for the link to our new channel or search for Jeep Talk Show over at YouTube.com and subscribe. That's the most important part. Please subscribe. And while you're at it, tell a friend, pass the word. The Jeep Talk Show needs you guys. Yep. Just uh, go to http colon slash slash jeeptalkshow.com. Well, some sad news, Josh. We knew this was going to happen, though. Well, more or less. Let's put it in the context, though. We actually have a comment in regards to all this. Gadog420, uh, about two days ago, said, I've followed you all from the beginning. And it's true. He has. I recognize that name from way back in the day. Uh, and so thank you for your loyal support. Absolutely. But he says, and this is kind of disappointing. And he's right. We don't have 500 subscribers yet. It is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> 
or a million dollars. Now, I'm, I'm sure he's talking about our name change uh, mm-hmm. going from the XJ Talk Show to the Jeep Talk Show. And, uh, and I know it was going to upset a lot of people, guys, but believe me, it's for a good reason. And we're trying to make sure that we can bring to you the best show that we possibly can. And unfortunately, and a little bit of fortunate as well, that involved just a slight change to the show. And that's really just the name. The bulk of the show, what the show is and what it stands for, always has been, always will remain the same thing. We're just kind of tweaking things a little bit. The biggest thing you're going to notice is, of course, the name change. Yep, and uh, bringing in a few of our uh, Jeep brethren into the uh, the fold with uh, the other Jeeps. They have solid axles. Come on. And uh, I mean, I know, I know there's a, a bit of a, a ribbing that people do between uh, Cherokees and Wranglers and Wranglers and Cherokees. Oh, if it doesn't have round headlights and two doors, it's not a real Jeep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, come on, it's all Jeeps. It's not like it's a Toyota, right? Or a Land Rover. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that for John on the uh, Center Steer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a good sport. He's a good yeah, sport. He but in, all, in all reality, I guys. we all need uh, to stick together. Yeah. Yeah, we Steers. are a Jeep Brotherhood. Whether and you're we all a Cherokee, are a Wrangler. That's, that's as far Patriot, as you need to go. Oh, the Wrangler. Grand. I'm sorry. We got to mention the Grand Cherokee. <laughs> yeah, the Grand Cherokee. <laughs> I don't know them all yet. Cody's, I, Cody's screaming at the podcast. Grand, Grand Cherokee, Cherokee, damn it. Jima, what are you thinking? <laughs> so, so, hey, speaking, uh, of, uh, speaking of our Jeep Brotherhood, um, one of our, uh, well, brothers of the show, if you will, he's been a longtime fan of the show and supporter of the show. It's John Preroder1982, and he's uh, hooked us up in the past with some radio comtech, and, well, tonight is no exception. And I just wanted to add, I did reach out to uh, Good Dog 420 to get more information and perhaps... Uh, uh, alleviate some of his fears and concerns, but that's all I, all we got from him was that one comment. And, and I, I told him, I said, well, sorry, you feel that way. Hopefully you stick with the show and, uh, we'll see how that, uh, how that goes in the future. Now let's get over to our, uh, uh quick tip from, uh, John pre-runner 1982. This is John, pre-runner 1982, with a radio contact quick tip. If you purchased an aftermarket CB antenna mount, it likely came powder coated. That sounds good, it looks good, but unfortunately it's counterproductive when it comes to an antenna mount. You'll need to grind off the powder coating not only where the mount meets the body, but also where the antenna stud makes contact on the underside of the mount. This is to give the antenna proper ground plane or uh, counterpoise to make it work correctly and have low SWR. This is John, pre-runner, 1982, clear. I'm really surprised they powder powder coated that, Josh, because that does require some extra work just to make it work. Yeah, it does. And uh, depending on the powder coating and how it's laid down and what's in it, what's it made out of and stuff like that, yeah, that's non-conductive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's actually going to hurt your installation and could possibly even damage your radio. Yeah. So uh, take heed, folks, uh, when mounting a, a mount, a CB mount, antenna mount. Stuff like that. Metal-to-metal contact needs to be metal-to-metal, not metal-to-powder coat. Oh, and if you didn't get it, maybe maybe you don't understand this. The antenna that you're putting on your vehicle does not, um, it's not, that's not the whole antenna. You have to have a ground for that antenna so it will be reflected. It's only, the antenna that you put on there is only half the antenna. The other half of the antenna is reflected in the metal of your vehicle. So if you try connecting one of those antennas to fiberglass or holding it out, you know, <laughs> out the window, it's not going to work properly because it has to have that reflected uh, image of itself to work properly because it's only a quarter wave antenna. Half well, wave is minimal. Coax, as in co, as in two. Two parts. 
Okay. Yeah. You lost me on that one. But uh, that's okay. We can uh, talk about that later. <laughs> Time for you, Tammy. Oh, now the best part of the show, the second best part of the show, the first best is Wrangler Talk. But anyway, oh, my favorite part of the show, the mind there. of Nikki G. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I uh, just caught the podcast. And uh, just watch the, uh, God dang it, not again. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I just caught the podcast. And Take two. Holy crap. I did not know Tommy from the Paps Boys Roadhouse was from Canada. I know. No wonder I couldn't understand them. Oh. And uh, Super Croc, I love your voicemail, and you might have sounded like random ramblings <laughs> to Josh and Tony and uh, Cheap Mama, but I understood you perfectly. All right, guys, I'll uh, catch you He doesn't later. tell yeah, us what he by. said. He just leaves it like that. <laughs> Nikki G oh, understands. Yeah, it to us. I know. And and interestingly enough, that fit well for last week's show and this week's show. <laughs> yeah, really? That timeless voicemail. I'm going to play that for a few episodes. I don't know. <laughs> All right, one more. Hey, this is Nikki G. And, uh, I got a serious question for you guys. It's not. Uh, as you know, <laughs> I live in a big city and there's really no place to wheel. So uh, uh-huh. my wheeling is limited to uh, burning through construction zones. And mm-hmm. they, they, they're building a lot of housing developments here. So whenever they plow a field into a big pile of mud, I go through it. And I got a friend with me and I was driving through this big mud pit. And I got to go up this clump of dirt, and it was too soft, and the Jeep just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. So I backed up. You know, we were able to get out of it, and we continued on our way for another five, ten minutes, and then got the heck out of there for the authorities showed up. But uh, my friend asked me, he goes, I'm surprised your airbag didn't go off. And I got me wondering, what are the chances of the airbag going off if I'm wheeling and uh, I guess this doesn't apply to Josh since your Jeep is so modified. You probably removed your airbag and uh, replaced it with something like a water noodle. Pool, yeah, pool noodles. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, pool noodles. Just something on top of my head. I'll chat to you guys later. Well, Josh actually, Josh actually modified his his airbag. It's actually two airbags, and it has like a, a bikini top on it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> polka dot. Yeah, that's important. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you were in four low, though, would your? I don't think your airbags would go off. I don't know that they actually set that up in the in the Cherokee. I'm pretty sure that the airbag system is on no matter what. Yeah, uh, because uh, even in a low speed uh, environment, you could roll oh, yeah, over. If someone uh, hits you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You want those uh, those sudden restraint systems to be active no matter what, because you never know. Fortunately, uh, there was an airbag recall on the 98s. So the couple of uh, uh, contacts that I've had with things, the airbag has never deployed. <laughs> That's good. Well, you yeah. know what I've. I found interesting, uh, a mom um, wrote on my blog page about, she was kind of disappointed that you had to pay an extra $500 to get the side um, door passenger airbags mm-hmm. put in. And so I was reading my manual, and really, if your kid is in the back seat, and unless they're sitting straight up, they're in danger 
of those airbags. Like, you know, kids lean against the door, they're laying against the seatbelt. Oh, you know, yeah. that's not good for those side impact airbags. And you, and you never know when they're going to be con- when they're going to contain metal uh, particles that is going to, you know, perforate you. I, I think that's what's going on with Toyota and uh, well actually a couple of manufacturers with, the, with yeah. this huge airbag recall. So I don't know. I mean, airbags sound all fine and good, but uh, there's all these caveats. I mean, you have to be a certain size, a certain weight, yep. a certain distance. And um, that's worse My than a ride at never Six Flags. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you have one of those little things you have to stand next to. If you're b- below this height, you cannot get in this vehicle. Right, right. Well, I'm sorry, little Johnny. You can't come to the grocery store with us. Yep. Just wait here in the corner. So I don't know how safe airbags are. Actually, there's a uh, a post on XG Talk uh, about a guy that's uh, looking at selling his JK that for his wife. She was uh, or still is five foot one, and uh, she just doesn't feel uh, comfortable sitting that close to the steering wheel, but just, you know, so her feet can touch the pedals. Yeah. And, uh, so she's just, she's been driving their 300,000 mile suburban because it, and strangely enough, it fits her perfect. It's a huge vehicle, but because of the way it's set up steering, uh, pedals and everything like that, it's, it's, it's set up where she really likes driving it. And well, I, honestly, I started to suggest that the, he actually disable the, uh, the airbag. Uh, but because I mean, if you're, if you're that little, that petite, you don't want to have your your neck broken by this uh, airbag deploying, and uh, it's almost a uh, it's almost worth just taking your chances not having an airbag at at, at some point. Well, I was going to say with uh, that suburban, uh, I mean the the size and weight mass oh, of that tank, thing. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean she's probably safer in that anyway. So. Right, but it'd be nice to actually drive the new JK oh, yeah. that you're making oh, payments on and doesn't yeah. have three hundred thousand miles. So. Uh, anyway, uh, that's, uh, well, he's looking at buying a, a, uh, uh, an XJ or maybe a TJ. So I'm sorry, mm. uh, it was a XJ or a WJ that he was looking at. So, uh, he's, he's going to keep it in the Jeep family. Good man. Absolutely. You're listening to a four by four by four radio network podcast. Well, should we chastise people about the reviews or just play, we it, should, play it off and then like we'll go ahead and we uh, still love you and we understand and we know you've <laughs> been busy and it's summertime. Not us, it's you. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not, not it's not you. Stuff. It's us. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, it is us. It's all of us. We couldn't be doing this show without you guys. Uh, and we want to hear how this show has affected you. Uh, let's say you've gotten a tumor from it. Well, let's hear about it. <laughs> let's say. Uh, it's actually how you uh, you met your girlfriend or something like that. Well, let's hear about it. We want to hear your guys' Jeep talk show story. Uh, and we love your feedback. We love your criticism. We love all that stuff. Uh, and there's several ways that you guys can leave that by voicemail, uh, by email, or by heading over to iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, or TuneIn.com, uh, leaving us a uh, five-star review and, of course, a comment. In these comments, we love the reviews. We love, guys. We've actually got one this week from Sean Stadler. Itchy Beard 171. Well, I can relate to that all too well. I'm a little scruffy this week. Anyways, at Wrangler Talk, listen to a couple of episodes. Cool show. Sean's not a man of a lot of words. Yes. (laughs) And that was uh, sweet, concise, to the point. I love it. Yeah. And that's what we've told you guys that we don't mind reviews anywhere. This this review of sorts came in through Twitter uh, to our uh, Wrangler Talk. Uh, Twitter account, which is at Wrangler Talk. And, you know, Tammy's feeling all alone over there on WranglerTalk.com. She's posted several pictures, posted several very good uh, 
wordy posts that you can read and uh, wordy wordy posts yes is that uh, bad or is that no, good that's good no that's, uh, that's good that's always good on okay. a forum so uh and she's she uh, actually reached out to me the other day and say and asked me uh would i know if somebody responded to my post <laughs> and actually i did get a response yeah email. yeah i heard the crickets clear from my side of the state <laughs> well you know it's funny because we have the the same formula at, at wranglertalk.com as we do at xjtalk.com there's no wrong answers there's no flaming you don't have to worry about uh, re, uh, rejuvenating an old post comment. So uh, we just we just need a few people uh, to go over there and post and and enjoy the the you know the the friendship and the the friendly site at wranglertalk.com and it'll it'll blossom. So uh, all you guys have to do is go over there to wranglertalk.com uh, and enjoy. Please uh, and you don't have to have a Wrangler. You got a CJ. You got a, a Grand. Go over there, post your stuff. It, we're all Jeepers, just like this show. That's right. So, anywho, let's get to some fun. Yeah, this should be fun. Amazon.com and the Jeep Talk Show present You Bought What? what? Well, guys, what is Amazon You Bought What? Well, it's very simple. I'll explain it to you. Amazon.com <laughs> and the Jeep Talk Show. We've got a great little relationship set up. How it works is you guys need some online shopping to do. Well, we can facilitate that. All you do is before you go out and buy anything, select anything, do your research, whatever, make sure you head over to jeeptalkshow.com or xjtalk.com and you guys can uh, find an Amazon banner there on our main page. You click on that, it takes you straight over to amazon.com where you could continue to do all of your online shopping. But what happens is, is that Amazon's agreed to uh, give us a small little kickback off of everything that you buy. Now, it doesn't matter what you buy. And it's uh, absolutely not going to charge you an extra cent, not a dime more. You're not going to get marked up uh, to compensate for the for a little kickback. It doesn't work that way. It's you sticking it to the man and having a great <laughs> way to support your favorite off-road podcast. And, uh, well, it helps keep the lights on over here at the XJ Talk or the uh, Jeep Talk Show Command Center. See, I did it now. Uh, I was waiting for my turn, waiting for my turn. And, uh, well, of course, it also helps us bring you guys content. And, of course, has a lot of fun. Well, Amazon does one more thing. They give us a list of everything that is being bought. And, uh, well, we don't get to see who's buying what. All we see is what's being purchased, and that is where the fun in lies. Because imagine the kinds of things that you could do to us by putting uh, a very anonymous item <laughs> on that list. And it is and anonymous. forcing us to read it. Oh, yes, it is anonymous. We, it's not that we're just saying that we don't see who it is that's buying this stuff. We really mean no. we don't see who it is. Not an IP address, mm -mm. not a name, a username, a number, none of that. All we see is no the clues. item and the date. Yeah, that's the it. The only time we find out is whenever you fess up. <laughs> yep, that's right. So we're going to have some fun with it. And, uh, well, we see everything from big screen TVs to bacon salt. So let's get into mm, it. Salty. So this uh, this first one is a uh, it's a pair of, it uh, looks like Sharon 4-inch, <clears throat> 18-watt Cree LED light bars. I don't know if you can call a four inch a light bar, but anyway, they did. Uh, it's eighteen hundred lumen, and uh, they call it auxiliary light. I, I could I call it get the hell out of my way light. So uh, this thing is only twenty five dollars. You know the wow. LED, yeah, the LED lights have really come down in price. Uh, Cree is a is a good uh, LED, at least uh, from from uh, what I've uh, experienced with mine. Uh, but this is uh, equipped with six high-power Cree LEDs in order to create the intense brightness with 1,800 lumens uh, light output. Waterproof, made of high-quality aluminum with PMMA tough glass material for the lens. 
uh, spot with angle of 30 degrees uh, light pattern. Comes with uh, aluminum mounting bracket, comes with necessary wiring. Easy installation. Professional installation is still highly recommended. Yeah, right. Because let's face it, if you're lucky enough to even made it out of this bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't expect that. That's a Joshism that was in there. Yes. I was going, well, yes, this doesn't is. fit. Oh, I better check mine out. Yeah, this, this doesn't fit. It says, uh, but it's highly recommended because let's face it, you're you're lucky to even made it out of bed this morning. So I think Josh is on the same page as I am. <laughs> yeah. you install these damn things yourself. But you know, they don't generally come with fuses. Uh, and always, when you're hooking up electrical equipment, use a fuse. It'll, it'll keep your... Uh, your Jeep from becoming a big light bulb, a big inferno. Yes, indeed. Well, here's one out of the automotive category as well. Uh, this is the Rough Country 1117 uh, kit. This is a oh, one yeah. to one and a half inch rear shackle relocation kit for uh, wow. those of us who have leaf springs and shackles in the back of our Jeeps. Uh, it was about 119 bucks or so. And uh, this is for the 84 to 2001 Cherokee XJs. As of course, frame brackets, shackle brackets, and hardware, basically everything you need to fine-tune the rear suspension of your XJ, including five different mounting points for that fine-tuning indeed. Places shackle in optimum location for maximum articulation off-road, and who doesn't want a little more flex? Always good. Anywhere you are. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something I really think I would enjoy, a Neolite single camping hammock Lightweight, portable nylon parachute hammock for backpacking, travel, beach, yard. It's $49.99 and free shipping. Um, this hammock is perfect for camping, backpacking, or travel. It's easy to set up, extremely compact, and ultra lightweight. So that's really good if you're mm. hiking. The Neolite features a strong, breathable, and quick-drying woven nylon and is constructed using heavy-duty heavy triple interlocking stitching. It features an integrated drawstring stuff sack that doubles as a convenient storage bag for your gear, gadgets, and other personal items. Neolite hammocks provide relaxing support for up to 400 pounds. Oh, oh sorry, goody. Tony. <laughs> Hammock straps and steel. You know, I never could say this word. Carabiners. Yay. Oh, gee. Sorry. Good luck with that one. I, yeah. I have no clue. Hammock straps and steel carabiners included. Whips and chains are optional. <laughs> and it doesn't say this, but I think you could also use this as a, a way to wrap a body and uh, dispose of it, if you know what I mean. Possibly. <laughs> that was a buzzkill. We just found out what you bought. Oh, my God. I just can't believe that made it on the list. Yes, it did. And uh, we appreciate all you guys buying all these things and remembering us first. And oh, by the way, we've made it even easier for you to uh, oh, remember yeah. to go to the site. And, uh, you know, instead of having to go to X, uh, xgtalk.com or jeeptalkshow.com and click on the banner, all you got to do is just type in jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. When you do that, oh. it's going to take you straight over to Amazon all no more clicking it'll take you straight there any purchases you any purchases that you make i can't even say purchases tammy uh yeah. any purchases that you, you yeah that you make uh will get credit for it so it helps you uh support the show financially with not a single penny out of your pocket you were going to buy something at amazon anyway it's not going to cost you any more so it's it's a sweet deal it's a great deal for uh for both us and amazon so let's see uh, what is happening. 
on uh, xjtalk.com. Well, well, all sorts of stuff. This really. is kind of a short one, but uh, yeah, I, th- I thought this would be a good thing to mention, especially with uh, Cody and his grand adventure, uh, talking about the Grand Cherokee that he has. Uh, Cody actually went over there to xjtalk.com and posted a lot of the information, if not all the information, and perhaps even more, uh, about his uh, episode two that you heard here last week. So uh, he goes into detail about his uh, second episode on the Grand Adventure, and then he fields questions from other xjtalk.com members about the Grand Cherokee. So this is like an interactive podcast. It's kind of like when you call into the voicemails or leave your reviews, but it, you can actually you know, go into a forum and say, hey, I don't understand this, or what do you mean by that? And uh, you know, where, where are the pictures of this cool Grand Cherokee that you're, that you're building? And, uh, and he can uh, respond to you, and that's what he's done. So if you go over there and you can uh, find the, the link for this thread, uh, in our show notes after the show. But if you uh, go over to xjtalk.com and just do a search for Grand Adventure, I bet you'd find it. Indeed. Well, there are lots more replies available on this post, guys. Just make sure you head over to xjtalk.com. Check out, check that out. And of course, check out all the posts. And uh, well, just ter- put in any search criteria that uh, may be relative oh. to what you have going on in your own Jeep world. And well, you're bound to find lots of great info. I bet you can even find something if you type in Bane Mask as a search. Yeah, I'm sure you probably could. (laughs) Well, hey, speaking of The Grand Adventure, Cody is back this week, and we've got part three of The Grand Adventure. Now, let's see if we have the right one queued up. And when I say we, I mean me. Yes, thank you. Hey, everybody, this is Cody with TrailChasers.net, and welcome to round three of my Grand Adventure. We've already talked about how I chose the Jeep Grand Cherokee WJ as my off-road vehicle, and I wanted to compare some of the specs from other Jeep products to the Grand Cherokee. And I've used some Google Foo to pull together a comparison of specifications into a spreadsheet. And as for those of you that aren't nerd types, the spreadsheet is basically a chart that puts numbers next to each other and makes it easy for you to compare information. <laughs> I'll post this spreadsheet on the blog at trailchasers.net or on xjtalk.com. Ultimately, it comes down to this. There are some very specific differences between the products, but Jeep used many of the same components across the entire product line. The TJ, LJ, XJ, ZJ, and WJ all share the same Dana 30 front axle. In addition, they all have similar options for the Dana 35 or Dana 44 rear axle. The XJ did have the option for a Chrysler 8 and a quarter rear axle, which I do not believe was available in other products. I could be wrong. You will find similar four and six cylinder engines in the TJ, LJ, and XJ. The ZJ and WJ get the same 4.0 six cylinder engine, but they also have the option for a V8. They have a 5.2, a 5.7, or the 5.9 Magnum. The Magnum was available in 1998, and you should check out that Jeep Grand Cherokee. It's pretty bad. The Grands do suffer from the full-time all-wheel drive drivetrain that can be less desirable for off-roading. However, swapping the transfer case and drive shafts out is not that difficult. And depending on what you get, you may be doing this anyways. The Grand Cherokees have a wheelbase that is only 4.4 inches longer than an XJ. However, the Grand's wheelbase is 10 inches shorter than a JK four-door. The Grand is only slightly wider than an XJ, but it's still narrower than a JK. And the height of the XJ is the shortest of all the vehicles, but the Grand is still shorter than a JK. And in looking at these numbers, uh, we forget just how big that JK four-door is compared to other Jeeps. The four-door JK has a wheelbase that is six inches longer than the 84 to 91 Jeep Grand Wagoneer, and the JKU is only one inch narrower than the Wagoneer. In looking back, 
Those Grand Wagoneers were always considered full-size Jeeps, and many people wouldn't buy them and put them on a trail because they were just too big. But in comparison, they're smaller than the JK, and the JKs abound on the trail. Now, the one physical difference between all of these Jeeps that is very significant is the approach and departure angles. The approach angle on the Grand Cherokee is not bad. However, the Grands have a huge backside. This will get you work in a certain music videos, but has a tendency to be considered a drawback on the trail. Lifts, tires, and aftermarket bumpers will help close the gap, but the Grand will always have junk in the trunk. You have to decide if that matters to you. Are you a trunk guy or a headlight guy? Thanks for listening. Check out trailchasers.net for more info or facebook.com slash trailchasers at trailchasers on Twitter. And we'll have more episodes coming up in the future. I appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Hello, high beams. (laughs) (laughs) So that's interesting. That's a lot of great information, not just about the Grand Cherokee, but how it fits in the world of Jeeps. And I had no idea that you were driving a bus, uh, Tammy. Yeah. Like four door? <laughs> yeah, because it's so much bigger. It's bigger than the the old Cherokees. It's it's very hard on the trails if there's like very tight um light yeah. curves. I like if I'm behind like a two door, they're just like whipping around and I'm like, God, I'm gonna hit that tree and I have to do the whole three point turn, reverse it and back up and so yeah. Very long wheelbase. Indeed. All righty. So uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, fun times. Let's get over to our campfire side chat. Hey, it's National Hot Dog Day. Did you guys fix me any hot dogs? I forgot all about National Hot Dog Day. Dang it. <laughs> about you a can't. tofu dog. Oh, gross. Count? You can just leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Who brings tofu camping? I was I, kidding. Still, you're kicked off the island. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've been voted out. <laughs> oh, I haven't even been here a day. So uh, who wants to go first? It doesn't always have to be me. Well, um, uh, I'll go ahead and go first uh, right. this week. Um, I'm uh, getting ready for a, a Jeep show coming up. Not this weekend, um, but uh, as you guys are listening to this uh, for our podcast audience out mm-hmm. there, it will be the weekend coming up. So that'll be August 1st. And this will be the fourth annual Salem Jeepers Summer Jam that I'll be DJing and, uh, and be a part of. And this is, a, this is a, a yearly show, obviously, and it's a lot of fun. It's been growing bigger and bigger each and every year. And, uh, and I love being a part of this thing. And, and it's a Jeep-only show, which is really cool, uh, unlike some of the, uh, the off-road shows that we have around here, which you're, you're bound to see anything, which is also cool. But it's nice to have a show dedicated to all that is Jeep, uh, kind of like, well, a Jeep podcast, if you will. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of fun. It's down in Salem. That's Oregon's capital. Uh, August 1st, it's all day long. I think I'll be there from about 8 o'clock until, well, probably about 3 or 4 o'clock. So... I'm asking you guys to uh, to come on down and uh, and come check it out and come say hi and stuff like that. And for all of you guys out there who um, have clubs or are part of a uh, Jeep club or something like that, um, DJ services is something I've been doing for a very, very long time. And so if you've got a, uh, a Jeep show that you want to promote or something like that, maybe you want me part of your event, uh, I'd be happy to talk to you about some options and stuff like that. Uh, best way to get a hold of me is either through xjtalk.com or you can check out my website where I offer other services over at thevoiceofjosh.com. 
Yeah, I'm sure uh, we wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, you can contact him through News Tips. Everybody knows about News Tips at uh, Oh yeah, Jeep that's Talks another great way. Yeah, that'll go actually directly to one of my inboxes as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, you could use the News Tips at Jeep Talk Show as well. And I'll just mention What's I, the website again. Thevoiceofjosh.com. All one word. Yep. And I'm just so happy that you actually uh, spoke up about your DJing thing. I have been after Josh for years, <laughs> years to mention this uh, because I think literally uh, in the in all the history of this show, I think that's the first time I've ever even mentioned my website. Yeah. Well, no, I think you have. I think you've mentioned it before, but uh, long time ago, if if it was yeah, that. So uh, that's between. great. Josh does a great job. Cool. You you I'm see. Right now. Yeah, you see what kind of job he does here on the show, so you can just well imagine uh, what he does out there. Josh, do you drink out there on uh, while you're doing that? Oh, absolutely not. No, it's very, very, very professional. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time, guys, and there are there are shows that they they bring me back year after year after year because of what I bring to the table. So uh, if I was doing something wrong, disreputable or unprofessional, well, I wouldn't be doing a show four, five, even seven years in a row. You got an award recently, didn't you? I did. It's actually in here in the uh, in the room. It's a little bit far away for me to reach well, right now. Can, but, maybe you uh, can grab that whenever somebody else is talking. But uh, yeah, they actually gave him yeah. a reward, uh, an award. You had been doing the show for like seven years, right? It was. I've been doing the same car show seven years in a row, and uh, and they they made a big point to uh, stop the show, take the mic away from me. <laughs> oh, what? I'm being fired? Yeah, oh, good God. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not public they, uh, firing. I hate they, that. They had, uh, they had uh, handmade this uh, this award. It's uh, I'll show it to you guys here in just a little bit. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a very special moment for me. It was a lot oh, of fun. God. But I do have a lot of fun at these events, too. It's not all just about, um, you know, working, as it were. So I have a lot of fun. And uh, make sure that everybody else does as well. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you mentioned that, Josh. Josh and I have talked about that on numerous numerous occasions, and I, I've got to uh, hear several of the funny stories and things that have happened in the uh, in the background of the uh, the DJing world. Uh, also, too, one of the things that uh, he shared with me is about how he packs the uh, the XJ, and oh, it, it is boy. it is packed completely. <laughs> it's like you know you're going on a two day like camping hustle. trip, huh? Is it like a puzzle, putting everything in? Oh, it, it well, is. It, it, if you guys ever played or are familiar with the game Tetris, yeah. well, I am a master. <laughs> so that's, it's like that. Well, you got I, you I, got speakers and amps, and I mean, you carry the, all the all the audio sound equipment processing. Out yeah. yeah, audio playback, all the live sound reinforcement and stuff like that. Uh, my DJ equipment, a thirteen by thirteen commercial grade uh, Easy Up, um, totes of cables and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it is it really is an ordeal. I mean, I. I, I start prepping a week in advance. The the truck gets or the jeep gets loaded up the night before, uh, and uh, and I'm out early in the morning because uh, uh, where this event is is about an hour and a half drive from where I live, um, and so I got to get on the road bright and early to get there with enough time for me to do my setup and sound check. And if you're lucky enough to go out there with a jeep, you may find a, a Jeep Talk Show business card. Uh, affixed to your Jeep in oh, some I'm manner. Very glad that you brought that up, Tony. Yeah, today, guys, <laughs> I actually I bit the bullet, and I and because uh, it, it, really in the spirit of this whole show change, uh, the name change and stuff like that, there is something that I've been. I, I, Tony and I did this a number of years back with the XJ Talk Show. Uh, we kind of got things up and going really good. Um, got some business cards going, and there's just stuff to hand out to Jeepers that we saw on the road uh, and stuff like that. Well. Um, now that the show has changed its name, those old cards aren't going to work anymore. So I had to make up some new ones. And so we made up some uh, Jeep Talk Show business cards. And it's not really business cards. It just says, it just has the logo, uh, has the website name, 
uh, the show times and stuff like that, and a little slogan, uh, just to let people know um, about the show and stuff like that. Uh, I got them through Vistaprint. I got 500 of them for about 20 bucks, and I've got a template all saved up. So this is something that anybody could participate in. Uh, and so every Jeep at the Salem Jeepers Summer Jam this year is going to have one of these cards on their windshield. And uh, okay. if you guys would like uh, to, well, join in on the fun, as it were, uh, contact me, and I will make sure that I can get you the template. Uh, you could order the same exact cards through Vistaprint. Uh, if they have got the same deal going on, well, you guys can pay the same price. And, uh, hey, join in on the uh, the movement to spread the word about the Jeep Talk Show. And the older you get, the more important movements are. So uh, we <laughs> so we encourage you to... to uh, <laughs> Tammy's rethinking her whole joining the show. <laughs> so, Tammy, what, what's up with you? What do you got going on besides not going off-road? Well, um, a while back, Extreme Terrain was going to send me um, a rear bumper, but it was out of stock. But now it's in stock, so I got this awesome, big, huge brown box in the mail. And Don't tell me a, you haven't opened it. I opened it. Thank God. Yes. Um, it's the Trail Force HD rear bumper with tire carrier. It's the matching bumper to my front bumper. Um, oh, excellent. I did not know that. Yep, and it's 110 pounds, the bumper, and the tire carrier is 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, oh, you're, you know, you're going to lose your, some of your clearance. <laughs> yeah, you are. Like, oh, no. So actually, I, I did a little trick that I did when I got the front bumper. Um, I stood on the bumper just to, and I had my nine-year-old with there with a, a yardstick to see how far it would go down with just my weight. And so it just went down just a little pinky of a width or length or whatever. Right. So I don't think it's going to, I'm going to lose that much clearance, but I'm going to have to really seriously think about my next upgrade to be a lift. Well, I think what you're going to find is, is that over, <clears throat> over time with that ex additional weight, it's going to cause mm -hmm. the springs to lose a little bit of their springiness. So it'd be right. really a good idea if you made actually made a measurement before you put the bumper on, after you put the bumper on, and then uh, maybe in six months and see if right. it's changed. Because uh, you may see those those springs lose lose a little bit of their springiness and, and go down a little bit further. Although I bet yeah, you you right have a lift. Now I have uh, the things that I've added to it is the front bumper and the sliders. And that's really it. Yeah, but the, the the front bumper wasn't that heavy, was it? Um, no, that would have weighed about see Ben between fifty and seventy pounds. Right. It'll it'll be uh, you'll be closer up to that hundred and ten, but when you put the winch on it. Yeah. Winches are fun though. It's a it's a great oh, yeah. insurance policy. So anyway, uh, I haven't done a lot. Um, my, uh, um, I've been watching the temps, but since I've adjusted the, uh, the thermostat uh, sensor, it hasn't been a huge worry in my, in my mind now. It's, it's not giving me the, uh, the warnings. So uh, I won't say that it's, uh, I won't say it's it resolved, but anyway, it's, uh, it's not anywhere it's on the forefront of my mind anymore. Uh, so uh, I was recently watching uh, one of the uh, older Paps Boys videos where they were doing the uh, uh, track bar, uh, putting in a new track bar, <clears throat> and uh, I saw where they uh, hung their nuts over the uh, uh, mm -hmm. the wheel wheels to, <laughs> to adjust 
the uh, the track bar. And I thought I had adjusted mine properly, but you know, I thought uh, I got a little weirdness there in the front end uh, of the Jeep. And I wanted to make sure that uh, everything's lined up properly. So I did the same thing. Now, I don't have big nuts, so I used a couple of washers. <laughs> I'd say there, there's definitely something weird going on in your front end. You're hanging nuts over the fender. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to brag. but So anyway, uh, put, put a couple of strings on the, on the flares and, and uh, put a weight on there. And now you can, get yeah. the, you can actually get the little plum bobs. But uh, There you go. I didn't want to go down to the store and spend 10 bucks for two plum bobs and uh, do it the right way. So I just put a, a heavy washer on there. And, two and what? Plum bobs. You know, like if you're going to, uh, it's, they're used in construction so that you can get a straight line using gravity. It's like Level. a little, like yeah. a little point on the end oh, string okay. and it has a, anyway, so, uh, uh, I just did it with a washer and, uh, eyeballed the, uh, how far it was on the, uh, the tire. Each side was on the tire and I was off maybe a good inch. So, uh, I, uh, I pulled one end of the track bar, the adjustable track bar off that I got from, uh, Ironman 4x4fab.com. And, uh, uh, I started to adjust the uh, track bar and, uh, it looked like I was going to take out all the adjustment of the track bar. I found quickly found that I was not able to adjust the track bar with it in the Jeep. So I had to remove oh, the other wow. end of it. Well, the, the adjustment's kind of up there on the, on the, uh, the unibody side. So that's probably the, the end I should have dropped. And gotcha. then, then I probably would have been able to adjust it. But anyway, I removed the whole thing, took all the adjustment out of the track bar, put it back on, did the measurement, and uh, it, it's like nearly perfect. So I uh, got my track bar adjusted. Now, being under there, I saw that the uh, upper control bushing uh, on the uh, driver's side uh, on the axle is like completely gone. So I need to replace probably both of those uh, upper control arm bushings on the axle. And uh, hopefully I will get to that this weekend. And maybe I can get this thing driving better. I mean, uh, steering better and just feeling better on the road. And it's not tracking expansion joints in the uh, concrete. Oh, yeah. No, that's a, that's a huge deal. When when you've got that much lift and mass and, and everything rolling down the road and it's just all over the place and you actually have to fight it to drive it, it's not as much fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And and so when things are tight and working the way they should and it's tracking the way that it should, oh, it makes all the difference. This makes you feel good about your machine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or your nuts. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, let's get over to our Wrangler Talk segment. Tammy, you ready? I think so. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey, shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler Talk. It's time for G-Mama. Uh, Tony and Josh, you know, I told you I was planning on going to Roche Creek earlier. Um, I was going to go Sunday. And one last time before I installed my new bumper. But once again, my plans have been foiled. But this time, weather isn't a factor. Now, you know, Saturday, you may not have heard this or not, but I'm going to be um, running, getting muddy myself in the Mudarella. It's a mud run obstacle course. So it's actually five to seven miles where I'll be running through the mud and over obstacles. And then on Sunday, I thought, you know what? I think my Jeep needs a turn to get money, so I was going to head up to Roush Creek. Well, unfortunately, those plans for Sunday are shot because of a little light on my dashboard. Yesterday, I was coming home from some errands, and my Jeep was dinging and dinging, and the lights on the dash were flashing and flashing, and then all of a sudden, my speedometer needle quickly dropped from 50 to 20, and then right back up again. 
Now, this happened before. It happened on my way home after I had the steering attenuator installed and the Jeep was aligned. So I called the dealer and I went right back up the next day and they just needed to reset my computer after the alignment. Well, the Jeep did this again when I went to the Def Leppard concert, but then it just dinged and flashed and then it went away. So uh, it seems like it's doing it when I'm traveling at high speeds on the interstate, um, but not every single time. So at the, after the concert, the dinging and the flashing went away. But this time yesterday, it dinged and flashed, and then my ESC indicator light stayed on. Um, so I came home and I checked my newly acquired manual, and it stated that there was a malfunction in my ESC system was detected. Now, the ESC is the electronic stability control. This system senses when you begin to over or understeer and applies individual brakes and controls your throttle as needed to help you get on back on track. Well, after much research online, this aluminum light could mean many things. The steering wheel may not be perfectly centered. A wheel sensor could be dirty or damaged. Wires could be damaged um, or it could be a bad unit bearing. Now, the bad unit bearing is why I'm not going out on the trails on Sunday. I really don't want to have to be stranded on the trails if something bad happens and trying to get it fixed. Now, I understand it's a pretty simple, easy fix, but, you know, I don't have any extra parts. I don't have the skill to do it myself. So I called around to the local Jeep dealers, but they couldn't get me in before August 6th. So, you know, Tony and Josh, they obviously don't know who I am. But anyway, <laughs> so I called back up to Adam's Jeep, the place where I bought my Rubicon, and but they're about 60 miles away. And the good thing is they installed my steering attenuator, so they're familiar with it. And I'm going to go up there Monday morning. I'll be head to their service center to get my Jeep checked out. Then this morning, I got my Jeep, and that light is not illuminated anymore. Then, like after driving around a little while, it started to ding and flash again as I was going around a traffic circle. So I was going like, what, 10 miles an hour? And then I came to a light. It was a red light. I stopped. I started to accelerate again, and it started dinging and flashing again. But the ESC indicator light didn't illuminate, so I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be an easy fix. My husband thinks they just need to reboot my computer and everything will be fine. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I want to get that new bumper installed and get back out on the trails. And then it'll be time to start planning my next Jeep part selection. And I just, I'm not sure what's going to be in store. Maybe some more lights, bigger tires, a lift, more purple accents. I guess we'll have to see. Oh, yeah, Tony and Josh, you know what my first thought was when the digging and flashing and lighting up of my dashboard was? I was thinking hackers were hacking oh. into my <laughs> Uconnect system. I'm like, no, not me. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's possible with the Wrangler, my Uconnect system, because you have to be able to connect to Wi-Fi or the Internet or something, and I don't think I can do that. Hey, nothing against our, our, our fine J.K. friends, but boy, I sure am glad I got a, a, two, a 1998 uh, Jeep. Yeah, you and me both, man. Well, mine's 99, but uh, yeah, with all these uh, electronic woes, yeah. and, and I've had my fair share, but I'm glad it was uh, nothing like getting hacked. Could you, could you imagine about uh, your, your Jeep complaining at you if your steering wheel wasn't centered? No way. That's... I, 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 
I get frustrated when I hear somebody talking about, yeah, my you know, check engine light came on because my gas cap wasn't on tight enough. And I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, my go. wife has done that twice. And uh, now, not, not so much. <laughs> well, well, somebody quick. posted on Google Plus, they said, you know, I really like my Jeep being dumb. Good Lord, Josh. <laughs> yeah. That extra computer mumbo jumbo. Josh is actually showing the uh, the award that he got because I, I guess oh. he can't find it. Did you did you yeah, pawn the I, thing, I did you? I think it's in the other room. No, I thought it was here in the studio, but it, I think it's out in the uh, in the other room, and I uh, I don't want to make that much noise going uh, in and out of there. So so describe um, but, to, describe to the audio audience what uh, what you're showing there. So yeah, this is another reason why you guys should be a part of the live show each and every week. So this is the award I got from the uh, the seventh annual Relaxing at the Rock show. Uh, this is a a custom car, a mini truck, low rider show. And, uh, and like I said, I've been doing it for about seven years and, uh, this is a, an award they, they brought out. It's, uh, um, what it is, is, is like a skull and crossbones, except the skull has a set of headphones on <laughs> and the crossbones are actually tone arms from turntables. And, uh, it says oh, DJ JB okay. chill on it, which is the uh, DJ name that I go by uh, when I'm out doing events and stuff like that. Um, it's all laser cut steel. It's been powder coated. It's multi-layers. Um, and it's been, uh, airbrushed and painted and, uh, stenciled and, and all that stuff. So. Uh, very, very cool, very nice workmanship and stuff like that, and I was very proud to receive that. Man, you ought to take that to the yeah. event with you. Uh, I plan on it, actually. <laughs> All of the <laughs> but, car shows and stuff that I'll be DJing, off-road shows and stuff, um, yeah, that will be proudly displayed at the uh, at the DJ booth. Oh, that, that is really cool. I didn't know that those arms for the... You know, for the bones from the um, underneath the skull, I didn't know that those yeah. were uh, turntable arms. That's really cool. Somebody did a lot of thought in that. They really actually that that that's one reason why I'm so proud of that, and uh, and why it was it, it means so much to me is because there was thought it went into it. It wasn't just like a plaque that they went out and and you know had my name engraved on it or something like that, which I would have received yeah, it with, yeah. with just as much pride. Um, but this this definitely. Uh, is a one-of-a-kind uh, item that I will cherish for a very long time. I don't know about you guys. I'd be very proud to receive such a thing, but I would be so incredibly embarrassed to to some to have somebody go through that much thought and effort and uh, present it to me in front of all these people, many of them strangers. I was a little embarrassed because, honestly, that, that kind of stuff doesn't happen to me. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, did you, I was, did uh, you get a little weepy? Did you, did a tear, a single tear? A little, 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 little misty eyed, a little misty eyed, <laughs> single tear down the cheek. Yeah. It's a wonderful story. Uh, it, it, those things don't happen that often to people. And, no. and it's a, a very memorable, me- memorable thing. Uh, and uh, it, it can be just a little thing. Uh, I mean, just have, having somebody wave at you uh, from uh, Jeep to Jeep can be a memorable it's, thing and uh, really yeah. help your day. So oh, It's yeah. nice to be acknowledged for your efforts. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Indeed. Even if it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. It can't and go very she's long. she's logging off, and we've <laughs> lost her, folks. Oh, it's a damn shame. Well, now it's time to get into a little wheeling where. Josh, tell us where we can go wheeling. Well, this is where we talk about what events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation. As I mentioned earlier, this is a big show for the Northwest. It's the fourth annual Salem Jeepers Summer Jam, August 1st, Robertson Motors in Salem, Oregon. For more information, please head to SalemJeepers.com. And I got a little piece of audio for you guys from uh, one of the prior uh, annual Salem Jeeper Summer Jams, and it's a, uh, a former XJ owner that I got a chance to sit down with and interview real quick. Uh, I'm sorry, Josh. We don't have that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys, out here at the Salem Jeepers Summer Jam parking lot chock full of Jeeps. Nothing but Jeeps. It's been a great day so far. RTI ramps open. A lot of people having some fun. Right now, I'm sitting here next to a beautiful green Cherokee. Got decked out pretty good. Decent bumper winch, some recovery gear, roof rack. Looks like uh, some 31 1050s on there. And I'm sitting here with the owner who is... Leonard Clark. Leonard, nice to meet you, buddy. <laughs> so uh, where are you from, Leonard? I'm from uh, State and Oregon. State and Oregon. Okay. And tell us about your Cherokee. Uh, it's, a, it's a 91 uh, Cherokee Laredo. Um, I bought it as is, so I just just keeping it up. Um, it has um, custom bumpers and yep. skids all the way around. Uh, custom roof rack. Uh, the gentleman who uh, actually put it together, his name is um, Bill. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I and he did all the all the fab. He did work all and the stuff? fab working on that. Yeah. And, and um, so uh, what's the what's the drivetrain on this? Uh, axles. What are you running? Uh, actually, no, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm a new I'm new to Jeeps. So. How long have you had this one? I've had it for three months. Three months? Three months. Have you yeah. had it on the trails yet? No, I, I took it to uh, um, um, Elk Lake. Yeah. Out here, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I played around a little bit and, and kind of dabbing, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a newbie. <laughs> you having fun with it so far? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fishing and I'm hoping to, uh, to get my first deer with it too. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, I know these things do great in the snow. So once we get some snow in here this winter, you're going to have a lot of fun in it. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be great. Did you, to it. did you get up on the RTI ramp with it? No, no, I didn't I didn't play today. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what it could do actually, so. Well, I'm you'd be just... surprised, you'd be surprised. Is this, is this your first Jeep? Yes, yeah. Well, welcome to the Brotherhood, man. Well, Glad to have you. Yeah. <laughs> and just like that, another Jeeper for life. Come out and say hi to me at the fourth annual Salem Jeepers Summer Jam, and who knows, you might just end up on the Jeep Talk Show. And hey, don't forget Jeep Junkies, whether you're at the park, in the woods, on the rocks, or even down on the beach, if you pack it in, pack it out. Remember to tread lightly and let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good a better, if not better condition, than they were when we arrived. That's it for this week, guys. If you got an event coming up in your area, let's get the word out, whether it's a show and shine, a cruise in, a club run, a fundraiser, or a huge event like the Jeep Easter Jeep Safari, let us know by giving us a call or sending us an email to newstips at jeeptalkshow.com. You know, whenever he said uh, he hopes to get a, a deer with it, I thought he meant like driving down the road and he was going to hit a deer. Oh, no. <laughs> I love how a lot he's of, lot of hunters he's out excited. here. excited. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Anybody else notice how uh, how Josh's voice sounded a lot different when not going through all the processing? Yeah, well, there's that, and uh, there's, uh, I think, about two or three Red Bulls in me at that point. In time, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it was faster, talking faster in a higher pitch. Yeah, but that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I hate asking questions like uh, like about the axles, and he didn't know. I hate putting people on the spot, but it's just a natural question about you know. He was really honest, and I thought that was awesome. I was no, like, I just know, mean I because this, because he didn't know is the is the reason why. I, I just kind of hate you know when people don't know. I just like oh sorry, I shouldn't have asked that, but uh, that's just that's just me. Uh, but yeah, great uh, mini interview there, Josh. I hope we'll hear more. Always, I, I know I know you and I are the same way. I love hearing that background noise. It's just so rich, oh, yeah. and you hear all these oh, little the things field. going on. Yeah. So I've got more interviews from other Salem Jeepers Summer Jams and other off-road shows we'll be sharing with you guys. And of course, we'll have some awesome. audio from the latest uh, Jeep shows here in my area as well. So make sure you guys make it a point to come out and say hi. Love it. Of course, make sure you guys uh, make a point as well to uh, like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jeep Talk Show. We are on the Twitter at Jeep Talk Show, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn.com, iTunes, and of course, YouTube.com, where we need your subscriptions. So if you haven't 
done it already before the show ends guys as you're listening to the podcast head over to youtube.com find the jeep talk show and subscribe and don't forget we have that cool link that you can go to so whenever you're going to buy something from amazon.com just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash amazon amazon in all lowercase and don't freak out because it'll take you straight over there to amazon don't fear don't fret whenever you make a purchase we'll get credit for it and don't forget you guys can be a part of the show as well give us a call 24 7 voicemail line 530-675-4102 i forgot all about that josh (laughs) you guys have a great jeep week good night tammy good night (laughs) see you next time The 4x4 Radio Network.